0: Welcome to the Cry Mitt Mode podcast.
1: A combination of our names. I'm Kippy Mitt.
0: And I'm Rybert Mode. If you like consistency, then go somewhere else.
1: Because this podcast is ever changing.
0: It's been a real exciting game of the Crunchy <laughs> Dive High Roll game. A lot of surprises. A lot of things out of left field. A lot of eliminations we didn't expect.
1: I, I believe the word you used earlier was, this is the most boring possible way this game could have went. It's
0: the most boring way it could have gone, and I'm <laughs> sticking to it. <laughs> Listen, I gotta see what happens in the next episodes of Star Blazers, Dance, 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 or and... Okay, we eliminated Bloom Into You.
1: The real, real shocker.
0: Yeah. Uh, big twist, the high dive show, the new high dive show got eliminated, so this week we'll be watching Star Blazers, Dance, 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 Dancer, and Kakoku. And what reason did we have for eliminating Bloom Into You?
1: I believe mine was. It was just too slow.
0: It's very slow. And I think I just, I, I'm too invested in the other shows, which might be a design flaw in this game we need to correct for the next time we do it.
1: Well, here's the thing, is if I had the choice, Space Battleship Yamato would have been gone.
0: <laughs> it would have been gone the second the robot showed up?
1: No, it would have been gone first episode.
0: Ah, uh, I thought you even kind of liked the first episode, but I guess not enough. I, to keep the,
1: it. I can like things and not want to watch more. of it.
0: That is true.
1: So I don't like it. I just yeah didn't despise it.
0: All right. So, yes, we're doing the fifth round of the Crunchy Dive High Roll game. If that means nothing to you, you shouldn't be listening to this episode. Listen to the first episode of this titled The Crunchy Roll Game. Or, if you listen to podcasts like I do, listen to it in reverse order so we keep referencing things that happened in the last episodes and then it just makes absolutely no sense. Do you do that? Do you listen to podcasts starting at the most recent episode, going to the oldest? I don't. Oh, good point.
1: Listen to podcasts.
0: <laughs> it's really great because then you can you can see the end result of inside jokes, and then several episodes later, be like, ah,
1: I like. That's my where silence. that
0: inside joke came from.
1: No, I definitely like my silence.
0: Anyways, uh, I guess we're starting with the show. Do we have anything else, any more housekeeping before we get into it?
1: This is our second last episode before we reveal the winner.
0: I think Star Blazers is going to win.
1: Absolutely not over my dead body.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we start with the uh, fifth episode of Star Blazers Space Battleship Yamato, The Trap on All Sides. Uh, Well, I mean, it kind of speaks for itself. There's a trap at one point on all sides, on all sides.
1: <laughs> which actually that makes a lot of sense because literally it
0: yeah yeah the, yeah it, it, it has <laughs> it's, corners <laughs> it's actually quite a good name yeah it, it's fitting uh so we we have what i consider the funniest uh pre-credits opening because it's literally just the space battleship uh, presumably on the planet they were on in the last episode the moon i guess uh it's literally just it lifting up With no no one's, like, doing, like, they're not even doing, like, all right, prepare to lift. It's just you see the spaceship from the outside, and it just flies up into the air. (laughs) And then the credits begin.
1: (laughs) Oh, how I love the credits.
0: Oh, the credits are great. You gotta say the name of the space battleship. I looked up the thing, and it's something, the lyrics, and I believe it's something along the lines of, Goodbye, Earth, we're flying away on the space battleship Yamato. Yep. Great. Uh, okay, so then we see once the credits are done, the Gamilla's, uh, talking, and they're talking about how, like, ah, they call their space battleship Yamato, eh? Let's destroy it. Uh, and then their boss is talking to them. He's, uh, their evil, caped leader, uh, speaking through a hologram, and he <laughs> does more racist shit. Uh, the Gamilla leader is like, uh, you have unfortunate skin color and weak genetics. <laughs> or maybe weak <laughs> genes to the men working for him. Which, uh, I think I told you my theory is that these, these people working for them are just human traitors. Yep. They're just, uh, yeah, so we have that. And then they're like, yes, and they'll surely come here to attack us because this is where we launch our planet bombs from. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's their planet bomb? Space rock. They do shoot space rocks. How do they shoot the space rocks?
1: (laughs) It's so much. (laughs) Everything about this show is just so much.
0: I feel like you haven't spoken very much because you don't... The (laughs) adage, if you have nothing nice to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They shoot a laser, but it doesn't stop there. That laser ricochets off this one thing that's kind of camouflaged in space.
0: Space mirror.
1: Yeah, it ricochets off that, but hold on. There's a second one, but wait, there's a third one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it ricochets off, like, three or four, and then hits Space Rock, and makes it go other direction.
0: Yeah, makes it go, and the funny thing is, when you see the laser hit the Space Rock, my response to it was like, I'm kind of surprised it hit the Space Rock at that angle, and the Space Rock seemed to go, like, the opposite direction you would expect it to move.
1: It stopped and kind of shook for a second, and then... Shot the other- okay, I have a question. hmm This said laser, this this one-
0: Yeah, this pink laser. Also yeah.
1: is used to blow up something later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the rock doesn't.
0: <laughs> the rock doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I suppose we can infer from that that the space battleship Yamato, with its special shields, is substantially weaker than rocks. <laughs>
1: I was just thinking about that. I was like, "Wait a second! How did
0: how did like the
1: rock not like shatter?"
0: <laughs> yeah, why didn't the rock explode? It just moved <laughs> really fast. Once again, it's it, this is it, this is Starship Troopers, the show. So the human, we 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 cut to the the bridge of the space battleship Yamato, and everyone's like, "Where's Coat?" This is a joke that's not going to track for you, but um, there's a Simpsons character. Uh, they, they were, or there's a Simpsons episode where they make a cartoon character in the Itchy and Scratchy show, where like, it's the cartoon for the show. But, uh, Homer gives terrible advice on how to build this character, so he has notes, things like, uh, when my character isn't on screen, all the other characters should just be saying, where is this character? Where is he? And then anytime there's like a show and a character is gone and everyone's like, where's Kodai? What's <laughs> Kodai up to? I always think of the Simpsons. That was a that was a long walk to that reference. Uh, was
1: a very long But walk. the
0: way we find out that uh, Mori, who's the alien woman...
1: Nor is she.
0: Does, yeah. <laughs> does she know? <laughs> hey, do you happen to be related to aliens? It's a great question. Uh, there's a so there's a woman filling in for her on the bridge, and there's just a dude who's like, Wow, really glad you're here on the bridge, like the view." <laughs> and, uh, continues the running theme of this show, where where men just see women and are like, boom <laughs> yeah.
1: Which also. Later, also, it, has. <laughs> it gets
0: it gets even better later on. Uh, yeah, and then, and then a character, thank god, just goes, She's she works here with you, we're all soldiers together, what's wrong with you? Uh, and then, yeah, so Kodai and Mori are off doing uh analysis on the robots that they captured from the Gamillas in the last episode that they thought,
1: Ah, you mean. A species.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, they find out that they're using nano machines to give them organisms. The extremely stiff upper lip, second in command guy is there with them, and also your favorite character, Analyzer, who has yet to do anything in this show
1: except be annoying. <laughs>
0: he gets one line an episode, and it is: <laughs> "These are robots." <laughs> That's basically what he said. <laughs> Uh Yeah, and then uh Oh yeah, so what he yeah, the main character is describing is like, oh so they're using a robot species to attack us?
1: And this guy just says yeah. no and then explains why they might not be a species.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He or like he says something along the yeah, they're like, they're using robot creatures or whatever. No. The you're implying they're autonomous. They could be brainless probes being sent forward. And, like, the guy just chews him out for an uncomfortable amount of time. Like, it's the kind of thing where if you're in an elevator and people are having a fight and you're just standing off to the side, like, I don't know, this seems... You're really intense about this for some reason, man.
1: Yeah, and then when, uh... Kodai says, no, you know what I mean. He's like, no, yeah, Yeah. no, I don't. You you, you said it wrong. He
0: was being like, listen, I was in the general ballpark of what you're saying. I think we both agree. No, we don't. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: the guy is just being really petty. And then when they leave, the woman who's in the room with him, who hasn't gotten much screen time, she's a woman with glasses, I don't know her name, she's like... That's what I like about you, to the second in command guys. Like you're a petty dickhead.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of characters in here that
0: have, have we've no never seen. Who they are it may maybe it's been that it's also been probably the longest we've gone between.
1: No, but maybe like they I don't recognize. I don't
0: recognize most of those people. Yeah, um, and then Kodai is very very like hurt in the elevator with Mori. He's like. Yeah, the guy's such a robot. I don't even. I, don't, he's, I mean, and then the more he just goes, not all the people wear their hearts on their sleeves like you do.
1: Because obviously the main character.
0: That's been his problem.
1: He wears his heart on we're, his sleeve. Appara-
0: as we're being told now. I, I thought his problem was that he just.
1: Didn't. Goes
0: and shoots things. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't really had many problems recently. Uh, okay.
1: I feel like. For someone to see their brother's ship and be like, my brother's dead, he doesn't really wear his heart on his sleeve.
0: No, he seems to be pretty stoic about that, honestly. He
1: did at first say, just blow him up.
0: He did, yes. But that's fair. So they have a meeting, uh, as they always do. They go to their special little boardroom. And they're talking about uh, the fact that they're going to divert from their mission to go to Pluto to blow up the base where they are firing the bombs at Earth. And uh, one of the characters is like, this sounds like it's a probably a trap, and everyone kind of agrees with that. A trap
1: on all, on all sides.
0: sides. And everyone kind of agrees, and then they're like, but we're still going to do it. And then they talk about... Uh, a piece of technology that I thought they were going to show off a lot in this episode, but it turned out to be utterly redundant, is they have a shield they can activate that lasts for 20 minutes, and it's a very impressive, powerful shield, and they really talk up this shield for the first time in the show. They're just like, yeah, this shield we haven't mentioned before is really going to get us out of a lot of jams, and (laughs) so they have a 20-minute magic shield, uh... And their plan is to attack the main forces of the Gamillas with the space battleship while a cadre of, uh, like, tiny little fighter ships fly around the moons of Pluto and then, like, sneak around to where the bases are to blow them up. And uh, one character says, why don't we just blow up Pluto? And everyone goes, No! Despite the fact that most of the characters in the previous episodes were like, Hey, let's blow up Pluto!
1: We have the power!
0: Yeah, and then the captain eventually just shoots down the thing entirely. Kodai is now fully team, not using the explosive big gun. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We have the white-haired woman who in the previous episode saved Kodai and Mori using her fighter jet skills is getting chewed out by the captain of the fighter jet guys and he's like you're an accountant you can't you can't go and avenge this guy
1: and then he tells her if she wants to he's got she's got to bring it up with the captain
0: yeah yeah she's got to bring it up with the captain uh and then mori sees the white-haired woman talking with kodai uh pretty much asking him to be part of the crew and he's he's also being like thank you for saving our lives by the way
1: she also mori hides
0: yeah, she hides when she sees them talking and we get the implication's like, oh, she's jealous now. Now, now, now that she's had one positive experience with this man, he cannot talk to other women without inspiring jealousy. Yep. Uh so what they do is he he lets her join the crew. And the way he announces this is he's standing in front of a boardroom meeting. The priest guy Ugh. who's the captain of the fighter squadron comes up to him and says, "Can I talk to you something about something in private?" And then there's after he says that, we have the reveal that they are standing on a stage in front of, like, 30 guys. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's so funny to see someone do that. Like, just imagine if you were in a classroom and someone just came, hey, can I talk to you in private? And he's like, and yeah, then sure. But uh, I actually need to finish this class first. Uh, and then he introduces the white-haired woman. And he's like, she's going to be part of this crew. And how do people respond to that?
1: I can't whistle! <laughs>
0: oh, look at her! Hubba hubba!
1: Oh my gosh! Is I'm, that a girl?
0: I'm gonna start working twice as hard now that there's a girl here. I got
1: real motivation. <laughs> Damn, girl!
0: The the thing I shouted when you were watching the.
1: Take it off! <laughs>
0: it's like, imagine, imagine, uh, and I'm sure this is a horrible experience actual women have had multiple times, but imagine your first day of your job, like, walking in, it's like, and we're pleased to announce that our new accountant is going to be, is going to be Gracier And everyone's just like, ooh, yeah, woo, woo! <laughs> and the the heroes of this show, presumably the main character and the captain, who's really protective of her, just stand there with like light smiles on their faces, They're like "Oh, you boys," while all of the men collectively harass this woman. <laughs> oh, god. So, uh, they, they then, this is a very short episode, uh, like it's, or not short, it feels like not a ton happens because it doesn't actually resolve. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so they, they basically then have a multi-minute sequence that is the ships lifting off.
1: Well, actually, before this, uh, so after the meeting with everyone, not the class meeting, the other meeting, Mm -hmm. one of the guys wants to talk to the captain gotta talk to you oh yeah and then the captain's in his dark room looking out at the sky yeah he's or just whatever, in his, yeah he's just in space. his room or his office um,
0: or something yeah
1: <laughs> silly yeah it's the space
0: it's the, it's
1: the space <laughs> um and the guy comes in
0: you're my hero
1: yeah and then he basically <laughs> says you're my hero Talks about his dad dying. My
0: dad died, which he did in the last episode as well, I'm pretty sure, and the previous episode.
1: And then he just says, I stand behind your plan.
0: I stand behind your plan to not use the big gun and fly around. And he's saying that he's like, uh, this guy is the captain of navigation. He's Kodai's best friend. In fact, they high five each other in the hallway at one point in this episode. That's how you know they're best friends. Yeah, you know they're best friends because they fist bump and they high five. Uh, yeah, so they, he has that random point, like, and I wish the captain's response to that was just simply leaning in and saying, I don't care.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I just found it so funny. Anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, so then they go into the ships and they're ready to fight. Uh, Kodai and the white haired woman get special spaceships on the front of the ship.
1: That look like they're gonna shoot off.
0: That they look like they're gonna shoot off. And then everyone else gets dropped out of the bottom of the ship. Backwards. backwards. And Uh, then
1: they start... So their engines aren't even really going, because once they are dropped, they have to start shutting everything on and things (laughs) come on, like, one at a time.
0: God, I gotta accelerate really fast.
1: (laughs) Otherwise, I'll just keep falling. Yeah, they just
0: (laughs) drop them out of the ship, and then they all start flying around. Uh, Let's see. Uh, The ships start going on their mission. Kodai's like, nobody die! pointlessly for vengeance
1: when before he flies off there's a teeny tiny little window someone waves at him <laughs> yeah, from.
0: Like, go good luck captain <laughs> this tiny window uh and then the space battleship is approaching pluto to do its end of the plan and it just gets fucking but lasered in and-
1: the lasers bounce
0: the lasers bounce! There's no
1: way of knowing where the enemy actually is! Yeah!
0: Uh, in fact, the captain, the captain, they're flying in, it's like, this is probably a trap. And then the captain's like, yeah! Uh, hey, tell me if anything shows up on the radar, Mori. And like... I I said, I said yeah, because obviously I wouldn't do that if you hadn't specifically instructed me to.
1: <laughs> what hit us? <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, saw a laser coming at oh, us earlier. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's been a thing on this radar for like 20 minutes. Should I have mentioned that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so they uh, they get lasered from the side, but she can't identify where it's coming from on the radar because it's a laser.
1: Bouncing laser.
0: Bouncing laser. Oh, and it pierces this this shield. This 20-minute shield they were talking about. Immediately That they gone. were talking up the entire episode. It's just like, yeah, the shield was pretty useless in this situation. Uh, so yeah, they start taking damage. Uh, they're trying to work out what to do, and they just keep getting lasered, too. Uh, and they eventually lose control of the ship and start flying down towards Pluto. And they're about to crash.
1: Well, what they say is, Land in the seas of Pluto!
0: In the seas, and I, I guess I should have looked this up before. D- does Pluto have like water? Like liquid? I can't imagine it does. Like, anything in liquid form on, I feel like it would all be frozen.
1: Well, it was frozen. They broke the ice and there was water <laughs> underneath <laughs> just, the ice. I don't
0: even think it would have like, <laughs> like, Maybe I'm an idiot, and write in and tell me I'm dumb if this is the case, but I'd be very shocked if it turned out that Pluto has, like, a thin layer of ice over a bunch of water. Or any liquid, really. I guess there could be- there are other liquids with different freezing points, but, like- when the... Yeah?
1: Yeah, it's that cold, so how-
0: We're going to, once this is done recording, I'm just going to Google, does Pluto have liquid on it? Uh, Because I've never seen it depicted that way, at least.
1: Uh, Anyway, their battleship from space.
0: Crashes and is once again, thank God it's shaped like a boat.
1: So, you've seen how Titanic hits the iceberg (laughs) in the movie, right? Like, it nudges the side. (laughs) This freaking spaceship, shaped like a ship. Yeah, yeah. Crashes headfirst into the ice. But the front of it has two, like, indents. Yeah, it has, so like... So the ice is just, like, smashing between these yeah, two things.
0: the center of the front of the boat is concave. So, yeah, it's like there's two protrusions and the ice is just pushing right into the center of it.
1: Not gently.
0: No, no. Ice <laughs> is
1: flying Everywhere,
0: and they're just... and what do they do when when the boat stops? What are they? They're like, "Good landing."
1: We're floating. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're floating,
1: or we're we've we've stayed afloat or something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we've stayed afloat. Uh, they just crash so hard. Everyone should be dead. Uh, and let's. I see. didn't see
1: a single seatbelt either.
0: No, no one wears seatbelts, which is even ulti- even more effed up because when they get hit, we see a scene of like the doctor and his, uh, his assistant, uh, like floating in zero gravity. <laughs> so does that mean that everybody is in zero G and then immediately goes <laughs> into this crash? Cause then they just be like <laughs> flung against the walls and pancaked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it the captain? Just cause they, by virtue of sitting down, are they the only survivors on this ship? <laughs> like, everyone, they come out, it's like, oh yeah, everyone else is dead. This is...
1: And then, we have safely landed mm-hmm. all, all, all the folks on yeah. space, space battleship Yamato.
0: Yeah. And then they just And
1: they're hit again! They
0: get lasered again. But before that, the very the grumpy uh second in command guy is like, May I make a tactical suggestion? And then they get hit by a laser. And the ship does
1: It flips to its side and then goes upside down and then the front of it comes back up straight yeah. up out of the water. Again, just like, like Titanic, Titanic. Just straight up. And then just it... Goes in like Titanic. Yeah. Well, no, it, doesn't it
0: fall on its back and then sink? No, it just goes straight down, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it it's like this. Yeah. And then it rolls on its side, and then it's upside down, and then the front just comes out, and it just plunges.
0: The the space battleship, I I can't picture it as anything other than it does a thing. Like imagine you have a really bad actor, and you're telling them to do a death scene. The space battleship is like, oh, I've been hit. What Well I? I am sinking. <laughs> that's what it is. And then they do it's- one of
1: those like, bleh. yeah, yeah. It's
0: very <laughs> dramatically pretending to die, is what it seems like.
1: And that's where it ends. Uh,
0: yeah, and that's the end. Uh, it's a very unsatisfying ending. And, uh... I'm assuming they have some kind of submarine mode.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or, uh, but uh, this this leads me to if it, hopefully the water pressure isn't too bad because uh, <laughs> there's a, a joke from Futurama. Are they gonna have one, a
1: scene where they break through the ice from the from underneath?
0: Hell yeah, they are. Of course Aww. they're gonna do that. But uh, the Futurama joke is uh, their spaceship is getting dragged miles underwater, and they're like, "Oh God, we're already at three atmospheres of pressure. How many atmospheres can this space can, can can this ship take?" Well, it's a spaceship, so between zero and one.
1: I don't understand how oxygen works on this ship.
0: Yeah, wouldn't they be losing oxygen when they like cut a hole in the side of it, or like? Yeah, but
1: also when they're so. From how I understand it, when you're coming from Earth, Mm -hmm. they do the math for how long the mission's going to be, and and then just add
0: oxygen. They give
1: you enough for that mission and a little more in case things go wrong.
0: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: It feels like a lot of things are going wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem like oxygen is factoring much into their, like, planning of this. Like, we gotta add five days to this mission. We don't have enough air for that. They
1: never say that. They go, ah, dang, but...
0: I feel like at some point, either we missed or they will say something like, we have a plant room in this spaceship, and it gives us all the air we need. For that... They're going to have some hand-wavy space. They, like...
1: That's... No. We
0: have an oxygen generator. It pulls the carbon... It pulls the oxygen from carbon dioxide.
1: There is a hole in their ship, and they just went underwater. (laughs) Yeah, there is just a
0: gaping hole. (laughs) Well, we drowned a lot of our people. Yeah, not their uh, most concrete plan. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? Uh, assessments, unless there's anything else you'd like to say about this episode. Uh, nope. What do you think I gave it?
1: I think you gave it an eight point seven.
0: Gave it a seven point five. Oh. I, I I expect the second half of it to be more exciting. Uh, but it was fine. Not a ton happened. I think this one's in the sixes. I think you gave it a six point three.
1: Negative. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Wow, you gave it
0: a 7, okay. Just
1: because I don't like something doesn't mean it's not okay.
0: Mm, it is okay.
1: So I, I gave it some points.
0: That that episode... The... I gave
1: it ridiculous points. Mm. It, it got quite it got a few... Got some
0: ridiculous points.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that one was, it wasn't as good as the last episode, but I could see the second half of it being... Worse. ...ridiculous. <laughs>
1: It's a fake-out, like, they're yeah, fake, they're, it, it, there's not actually a big hole in
0: their ship. I suspect that in episode 5 of Space Battleship Yamato, they don't lose the Space Battleship Yamato, you know? So, <laughs> that would be a really big chance they took, storytelling-wise. Well,
1: this is morbid. All the, the only people that survive- oh.
0: That would be cool. The
1: only people that survive are the teeny ships.
0: Yeah, and then they're just the teeny ships. So they just
1: kill the other alien. (laughs) (laughs) Or would she survive because she's alien?
0: Mm, Maybe she's maybe aliens survive under Pluto's seas. All right. uh, How many
1: seas does Pluto have? If it (laughs) is plural. These people, they're just like,
0: they're so obsessed with sailing that they gave Pluto oceans. uh, Seas. Seas.
1: Seas are different from oceans.
0: If you sail far enough on Pluto's seas, you'll fall off the edge of Pluto.
1: Into the ocean. I don't know what's happening anymore. (laughs) Okay, let's go watch some Dance Dance Dance. Let's go watch Dance
0: Dance Do It show.
1: Woo! And then...
0: So, pretty much every time we watch Dance, 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 or there's like one of two things is going to happen when we come back to record. And uh, it's either going to be, yeah, that was pretty good. Or, holy shit, I have. I, what do I even say about this? <laughs> I have nothing to compare this to. <laughs> this is the second one. <laughs>
1: This is is arguably the best episode of Dance Dance, Dance Dancer we've seen.
0: absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Uh, It's episode five, I Can't Die Now. Uh, Oh. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) Uh, We had a discussion at the beginning of watching the episode of, like, so Miyako's gonna die at some point because... I mean, someone has to die, and it can't be Junpei, and it can't be Luo. Oh, it could be Luo. Uh... So we were just like, yeah, I guess maybe she has a terminal illness and maybe we'll find that out this episode or something. Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This episode starts off with uh, Miyuko explaining the different endings of Swan Lake. Yeah,
0: the second half of Swan Lake specific. Yeah, and how it has a bunch of different endings. And
1: And, uh, Junpei does not like them.
0: No, no. The ending they're specifically going with is that Rothbart kills, no, uh, Rothbart Tricks them, causes uh, Odette to die, by or commit suicide by jumping into a lake. And then the prince follows her and dies as well. But then their love kills Rothbart, and then he dies, and they get to live together in the afterlife. And he's like, that's kind of dumb, isn't it?
1: And <laughs> all he's saying that, they're um, getting ready to rehearse, and they keep going, shh. Shh, yeah, too, yeah. Hey, you're too loud. They're there are people rehearsing.
0: There are people dancing, and they're just backstage. And the way sound carries, if you're saying stuff backstage, and he's just
1: yelling. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. So they're actually rehearsing. They are at the place where they're going to perform and be adjudicated. Uh. And when he's getting makeup put on by uh his his teacher, uh he's talking about how how stupid he thinks the plot of Swan Lake is. Well, He's actually like, is this just like a bad school recital? Is that what it's going to be? Because I feel like I'm bringing down the level and Swan Lake is already dumb enough as it is. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she says a thing, which is what I've, I... I'm a person who does uh, theater as uh, part of my livelihood at times. And she, she says a thing that I think is very true about... Uh, live performed mediums, which is, the value in it is that you are never going to get an identical performance. It's always going to be something kind of new and different, even if you're saying the same words and doing basically the same thing every time. Uh, no two performances are ever the exact same, and that's kind of the value of Swan Lake. And, like, why it can be redone so many times is there's so many different directors and dancers out in the world that every version of it is ultimately unique. Well, that,
1: and they literally have different endings.
0: And they literally (laughs) also end in totally different ways. I didn't know that about Swan Lake. Apparently, Uh, they have a bunch of endings. Uh, My entire knowledge of Swan Lake might come from the half-memory of the movie Black Swan, so... Yeah,
1: that's not...
0: I keep expecting at some point Junpei is gonna make out with No, Kunis, But no, it doesn't happen. No,
1: nope, that's <laughs> you. Just that's enough.
0: Okay uh he makes a reference which i don't fully understand i've seen both of these movies though he's like yes on top i'm going to be barry linden and on the bottom i will be a clockwork orange so i think he's saying i will bring the sexiness on the bottom and the properness on the top is what but like i mean yeah, oh, barry Lyndon no no is... no
1: and then he adds a third one and he says and my body will well be...
0: i'm stanley kubrick all the yeah, way through and that's because they're both stanley kubrick movies Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> uh, oh, man. One day, we're nope. going to My Girlfriend's... We're not going to do a Clockwork Orange because there is too much sexual assault for me to, like, make you watch that movie. But we might do Barry Lyndon because it's very funny. Uh, and then and then she says, and then she's like, uh yeah, you really do bring, you bring kind of the actor's mentality to this. But you are supposed to do the basics.
1: Oh, and... The- before this, they're doing the rehearsal, mm-hmm. and sh- <laughs> she's just on the microphone saying, Junpei, your feet are too heavy. Yeah. Junpei, pull harder. Junpei, you're stomping. Yeah. And she's just <laughs> kind of yelling at him.
0: <laughs> All over the loudest speaker. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we see Rothbart's costume, and Luo is playing Rothbart. And goddamn that costume it's good. Yeah, he's got he's got black wings. He's got he's got the eye makeup. Uh, Junpei says he looks like the Dark Knight, and then he's like, "I want to be the Dark Knight." And uh, there's this thing where he, there's just little children in the dance studio as well. In fact, most of the people in the ballet are just little kids,
1: and they're so cute. They're fucking adorable. This is uh, two of the biggest notes I made. Was yeah, I, I probably say it every single episode. Mm. It is so beautiful. Yeah. And the opening makes we- my heart flutter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it makes me so happy.
0: I, I edit the podcast and every time it's like, oh, she loves the opening. <laughs> uh,
1: um. Yeah. And this one is, <laughs> there's a scene. We just keep talking about how cute it is. Mm. And then we both go, oh, that's not cute.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then it goes cute again. Yeah.
0: Uh, but we have uh, one of the little little swanlings, as uh, little swans, as we all know, are called. Uh, one of the swanlings is feeding Luo chips while he's lying on the ground because <laughs> oh, yeah. he can't eat within his costume. <laughs> uh, that's just an adorable thing that didn't need to be there, but I'm so happy that it was. And he-
1: I think glaring at Junpei as he eats the chip <laughs> yeah. from this little kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, she's like, stop doing that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the teacher gives a speech, and it causes Miyako to start almost crying, but she doesn't want to mess up her makeup, so she's just holding her head backwards.
1: And she's holding it high, So, and Junpei asks why, yeah. and she explains she doesn't want her tears to ruin her makeup. Yeah. Oh,
0: and the teacher makes the point, sorry, I just remember that, it's this is the last, like, she's like, this is, so, because of this thing I've said about acting and live performances, this is the last time that you all collectively are doing this version of Swan Lake together. Because once we've performed it, we won't be doing it, right? So it's just, this is the final moment for this show, basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he does a very cute thing, which is he just puts her hand, or he grabs her hand, and he puts them on his shoulders, and he, like, guides her so she can see without... While holding her head back.
1: Which is also arguably kind of scary, because he said stairs up ahead, (laughs) and then they just start walking down the stairs.
0: She's got a lot of confidence in Um, this one
1: there but halfway down she opens her eyes but keeps her hands on her shoulders and they're just having like a nice moment and it's super cute. And
0: she says uh, when they were rehearsing together, she's like, I know it was just acting, but this is the first time a boy has ever like looked at me the way you looked at me. And he suddenly goes very teenager and he's like, oh shit. I'm blowing this. This is a moment. I'm blowing this.
1: I can't tell if she's embarrassed. She's wearing so much makeup. (laughs)
0: She's like standing in the corner, like hand over one of her eyes, like the most physical communication that she is embarrassed. Uh, And he's like, does this mean something? Does this mean something? It's like, yeah, it means something. And then someone calls her over and she has to go. Uh, Okay. We get, we get the show really emphasizes that Luo's thing in this episode is he needs to win MVP. So that he can compete overseas. Uh, that is the like thing. And they're just going, they're about to actually perform the dance, uh, as it is beginning. We cut to outside of the.
1: This is where we were saying it was really cute. And then. Oh, and then it gets less cute. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, and it is the friend, uh, Junpei's best friend is there with a girl who's been around too. She's just.
1: She's just there. She's
0: there. And she's usually the one who's like, yeah, that's ballet. Anyway, don't be dicks, guys. Uh, and she, she and the friend are going to the recital. Uh, but the friend is putting up a friend. He's like, I was just going to make fun of him. But, you know, I actually don't want to go. And then she, like, pushes him into the room. And, and he
1: immediately laughs at the like, outfit. Like, loudly.
0: He just starts laying out, what is he wearing? <laughs> um, and then people shush him. And they end up standing by some of the parents of kids in the studios as well. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And it, the thing they even say is it's uh, the the friend. the The girl is like, Okay, I know you you are lying to me because you skipped training camp for soccer. Or for basketball? Soccer?
1: I think it's soccer. Yeah, you I, skipped do-
0: training camp for soccer to come here. Like, clearly this is important to him to do it, right? But he's also a toxic little boy, so he...
1: But that turns around super quick. He actually yeah. almost gets kind of annoyed at some of the parents when they start picking at little things. Yeah! So doing, like, you can see him kind of, like... About to say something.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's my friend, you fuck. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I kind of expected him to say something. But then some of the other girls started saying nice things. Yeah.
0: So the first dance that they see is Odette and uh, the prince Junpei and Miyako dancing together. And yeah, one of the parents particularly starts picking apart Junpei's performance and saying that he's screwing up and missing the basics and all of that stuff. And yeah, you see the friend get irritated at that. Uh, and then the te- the parent goes now luo that's another story and then he comes on the stage and he's spank, spank. <gasps> awesome
1: he's what sorry
0: he's snuggle awesome he's snuggling <laughs> no. awesome no
1: you, you got to not have that as the thing
0: it's got, it's the i have this sound file saved it's going to be that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah, he's uh he's doing great. He's really really good. He, I he, I can't describe in words really well. The dancing is th- this is like the high point of them animating dancing because they're just doing Swan Lake,
1: and uh. There's not much else
0: to say besides. No, uh, Luo dances really well. Junpei goes off stage. Sorry, what were you going to say?
1: Yeah, no, Junpei goes off stage, and then and then we get one small little clip of three or four little kids linking yeah. arms, kicking. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so cute. So cute,
0: and uh, while he's off stage. Junpei's teacher is like, you You haven't listened to me at all. You're doing none of the basics. What the hell is going on? And he's just sweating and staring at the stage.
1: Kind of like if you've ever seen a dog when you're holding a stick yeah. and they're vibrating. They're so excited yeah. for you to throw. it. And he's just painting. That was Junpei. Yeah, he's just
0: painting. And went, I want to go out there. I want to go out there. I need to be out there. <laughs> the
1: teacher says something along the lines of, you're not even listening, are you? <laughs> uh,
0: and then he goes and she's like, fine, just go and die with honor or something like die with die gracefully. die gracefully. There we and go. And then he
1: shoots onto stage.
0: Yeah. And uh, th- OK, so there's this girl who like is in the audience. We don't really know. Uh, We just saw saw her walking.
1: Yeah, we saw a quick snippet of her walking. And
0: we start to see her, like, the sparkle thing that happened to him as a kid happens in, like, her eyes when she's watching it. And in this dance, his friend kind of starts to turn around a bit and see, like, the impressiveness of what he's doing. And Junpei, I thought this was excellent, is, begins to... Like, do the thing you're supposed to do when you're acting. Which is, like, he just believes the scene he's in so completely that...
1: As he starts to die... Yeah. There are flashbacks of the girl I like. Yeah. And I do, like... I Or, like, I found a guy who really treats me nice. Yeah. Like, does like, all these flashbacks. <laughs> well, right before this happens, I said... He's gonna come back,
0: isn't he? he, He's gonna because yeah, he's supposed to die. Him and Odette are supposed to die, and that's the end of the sequence. Uh, and then the waves cover them up. He's
1: so excited as
0: like Well and but he's so in the head of his character too that he's like, I can't die. I love this fucking swan. And
1: (laughs) as Luo is facing, everyone just goes, He's getting back up! <laughs> because yeah, he just gets
0: up, and that's where the line, I don't want, I'm not, I can't die yet. Gums As yeah. uh, He gets up, and the teacher is also instructing the swanlings, like, all right, and now you're going to carry out this sheet. And the, then one of the kids goes, but wait, he, we can't yet. And she's like, why? And then she just points, and Jinpei has stood up, and everyone is shocked. And then... Uh, he starts dance attacking Luau, basically.
1: It's the most graceful... Aggressive ballet fight.
0: It is the best animated sequence the show has done. It's the best animated sequence we have watched for the Crunchyroll game, I think. (laughs) I think it is like the peak of animation we've seen doing this. Uh and like the teacher (laughs) makes eye contact with Luo on stage. And and says, Kill him! (laughs) Kill him now! (laughs) And they have the most incredible dance battle. It's and where well, they're just leaping around and they're like, oh, he leaped higher than him that time. Then he leaped higher than him.
1: And the audience is mind blown. They're
0: like losing their minds. The friend is like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And
1: then finally, Jumpei falls.
0: He falls and Luo gets up.
1: Again. Yeah,
0: and Luo was like, finally, and the song's about to end, and then he gets up again. And Luo turns into a demon.
1: <laughs> the lights go red. He turned into this, like, giant creature-type thing in the shadows.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and the audience sees him as that, too. Like, everybody... We don't even really know what he does specifically. I
1: think it's just... I think it's just, relate like, showing the emotion coming off of yeah. him. Yeah. And the anger. Yeah. Because there's also a quick... Really quick flick back to people who have been mean to Luo.
0: Yes. Well, and it's Luo embodying, like... That's the, the the thing. I think what they're trying to say, and I'm dumb and maybe just... Is, like, Junpei has pushed Luo into a position where he has... Because he's so technically perfect when he does stuff. And Junpei forces him to, like, act.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, he not only forces him to act, but he forces him to stand up for mm. himself.
0: Yeah. It, and, like... It
1: forces Luo to be strong for yeah, himself. Yeah,
0: and to, like, feel thing. Like, to... Like, he obviously feel, But, like, to ag- ag- acknowledge his, like, feelings. And, yeah, stand up for himself. Exactly. And, uh... Yeah, because Luo's is flashing back to people bullying him and basically saying, like, in his head, Screw you! And screw you! And that's, like, kind of the perfect attitude for a villain to have in and something.
1: Then, and then, dies. <laughs> yes,
0: but his death, it, like, because Junpei dies, but when Junpei is dying, he rips off one of his wings. <laughs> and Luo just gives this, like, amazing like,
1: And then uh, all three of them are on the stage laying there in this red light, and the audience looks <laughs> traumatized. And then the curtain goes down, and the lights come on, just, and the audience is still traumatized.
0: Just sitting there like... What the hell just happened?
1: <laughs> and then they slowly start clapping. Yeah, and then
0: they do this slow clap, and then it becomes, like, thunderous applause.
1: And then something interesting also happens.
0: Yeah. They start they asking. They
1: ask for an encore.
0: Which, uh, is that a thing
1: it's, No, it's not, because even one of the ladies that are judging says, well, this isn't a thing that happens.
0: Yeah, uh, so the uh, teacher, yeah, the teacher's like, good job, Luo." Good job, you really uh you pulled it together, especially with all that random crap at the end. Uh you're definitely getting MVP. Junpei <laughs> Uh and she's furious at him, but then the encore interrupts, and then as you said, yeah, it reveals a character who seems like the the way her face is animated and the way she acts and talks. Villain. Like, she's a villain. Like a yeah, <laughs> like evil
1: because it's kind of pans up to her face and she goes yes very interesting and then like slow smile creeps yeah. on her face and her head like tilts down yeah. to, to create a shadow and that's 100% <laughs> a villain
0: never seen this woman before and she's just like such a low ball uh, such a bore with something for. Perform- it was a like insulting yeah such a low caliber performance to have people asking for an encore. <laughs> and then the episode ends.
1: Now the uh, question is, will there be an encore? I
0: don't know. I, I, what would they do? <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. You know, we,
0: we have to prepare an extra dance in case they want an encore. All right. What do you think I gave it?
1: I think you gave it a 10.
0: I gave it a 9.5. Oh. Very, very close. Very close. I think you gave it a ten. No. Ooh.
1: I keep it and I'm point eight.
0: Ah, wow, okay. I will say, regardless of what scores I've given it, which is once again arbitrary and pretty just based on the moment I write the l- numbers down.
1: I'm not even sure I understand rating.
0: Yeah, It's just like, <laughs> but it, it gives you a general sense, I think. Especially when you add a point to it, because then it becomes a, like, 100 point scale. Like, it's,
1: I like putting points because it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Points are fun. Uh, but yeah, for me, I I think this is the best episode of a thing we've watched so far. Like, of uh, yeah. anything, of Star Blazers, of Kokoku, of, uh... Well, maybe Kandagawa Jack Girls speed it, but...
1: No. But my, my sister, sister is among, among them. <laughs> that shower scene? Really good. <laughs> why
0: do you make me think such filthy things?
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you, sister! <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I like legitimately feel flushed from talking about this episode of the show. Like, I think it made me my heart rate increase. It
1: made mine. I was laughing so hard like, when he stood up.
0: I think I was having a bad day and then I watched this episode of this show and now I don't think I'm having a bad day anymore.
1: <laughs> I was grouchy.
0: Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I was like, God, I don't want to do a fucking podcast. I want to sit in a box now. No, no. no.
1: That's a, yeah, that's accurate.
0: That episode was, holy shit, that was good. I, so uh,
1: many teeny cusses.
0: So Dance Dance Dancer is getting eliminated this week. It's not making it to six. Um, I don't know. I, I literally can't express, like, positive emotion without irony, apparently, you know? It's like, I really like that, so I need to pretend I hated it.
1: So you're Junpei's friend.
0: I'm Junpei's friend, yeah. You're Junpei's <laughs> yeah. shitty friend. Yeah, I'm Junpei's shitty friend, and ten years past the, his age, I am like, I have not grown at all. I have. How chips. did you get <laughs> chips on your. That's a fresh page, too. That's impressive. Uh-huh.
1: I, I ate chips the whole time we watched that episode. And anyone. Arguably too many.
0: Anything we want to say about Dance, Dance, Dancer? Like besides
1: it's... everything that we just said, no.
0: <laughs> like I just want to keep talking about it, but we've run out of things to talk about. It
1: is. Okay, there's one thing mm. that I dream about, mm. and it's the fact that someone commented on this before we watched it. Remember, we read the comments, oh, and yeah. someone said, "If it's one of those dance anime, uh." Um, I'm in you know what I mean or, or oh
0: yeah, if it's like this show or if, whatever
1: if yeah, it was like mm-hmm. if it's like this type of um if it's that kind of dance anime, you know what I mean oh, then yeah, I'm mean... totally in, but that that's how vague it was mm-hmm. that comment haunts me because I still don't understand what it means, <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god, just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we're gonna go watch Kokoku and, like, try really hard to, to not like be <laughs> disappointed.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's... You know, what the hell, let's watch Dune tonight and be like, yeah, it's not as good as that episode of Dance, Dance, Dancer.
1: For a little context. Yeah. Mr. Oh. Rybert?
0: I've been wanting to watch Dune since it was in theaters.
1: And I love, I would love to watch Dune. Mm. I just haven't The been moment the... <laughs> needs
0: to be right. You did you did a thing that I really appreciate. You freed me last night from waiting for you to watch something that I've pretty much the only thing I've wanted to watch since I watched the first episode with you.
1: I know and I wasn't into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to just binge that show now. Uh what is it? Heavenly Delusion is the English title and I don't remember the Japanese title. It's on Disney Plus. What, first episode was really, really good and I Okay. Guess that's we, it. We, yeah, let's go. I'm off track. <laughs> dance, dance, dance or
1: And then
0: I can't believe it. It was better than Dance 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 Or. No. No, it wasn't. It,
1: we, it was okay. It was
0: it was fine. It's, it's
1: been Kokoku the whole time. Kokoku
0: been... has become very stable in and it's just slightly below great, you know? It's 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 it's. I keep right. watching
1: it. Yeah, but I wouldn't recommend it as much as I would recommend Dance Dance Dance. No, or. Dance
0: Dance Dancer is an everyone recommend show now. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, oh god, it was coming down from a high, you know. It's.
1: like. <laughs> you know, I had to make myself hot chocolate to give myself. The Energy. excitement,
0: yeah. Um. So, Kokoku... I need
1: to make my heart race in a different way, I guess. <laughs> <Should> I <not? laughs>
0: so, yeah, uh, the episode titled The Fifth Moment. I wonder what the next episode will be called. Uh, the, a moment. The end of the last episode was the dark-haired woman. I'm really sorry about how bad I am at names, but it's pretty much just hair color and personality traits for me.
1: Specifically in this show, though, yeah. like they don't say names... I think Jury.
0: Jury, that's about it,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Jury, Grandpa, Yeah, Grandpa, his name is, yeah, and then we just go Uncle and Nephew. Uh, And I sometimes call Uncle Brother, which certainly doesn't make it more confusing. Uh, That's
1: my brother-uncle over there.
0: (laughs) My Uncle Brother. Wait a second. (laughs) Ew. <laughs> uh, so the black haired woman discusses the or tells the story of how she her family became heralds.
1: And when this happened, we thought this episode's going to be all flashbacks.
0: Yeah, because it does literally flash back to the time when she was a child and her family threw just like, OK, wait, so they're coming home from a funeral. So, which means that they got the rock as a memento, basically, from a dead family member, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, she is there, her father is there, her mother is there, and she has her kid brother with her in the back seat. Uh, and her brother is holding a rock with a hole in the center of it. What? What could that mean? And then he punches her.
1: Because <laughs> well, she takes she... it? I think she was holding it, because oh, yeah, right. she
0: wanted it. Oh, okay, and then he punches her. And then the dad punches the son in response to that, and then she gives the brother the rock to make him feel better. And he's crying.
1: And these small dr- human droplets, mm-hmm. face droplets.
0: Face droplets, that's more specific <laughs> than human droplets. I'd like some human droplets in my drink, please. Well... Any answer to this is disgusting, but I need you to be more specific about which human droplets?
1: Face droplets.
0: More Specifically specific. eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so these tears mm-hmm. from the face go into the rock hole.
0: Mm-hmm. And apparently that activates it, which then...
1: Well, it doesn't necessarily... I think mm. it just... Connects them to the other rock because at that time the grandpa's putting on the spell.
0: You're right. So it doesn't
1: like completely activate it. I think it just like putting humanness into the rock.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's that's a good point because it it is actually really significant that they enter stasis at the exact same time as the family.
1: I think there's one main rock Mm -hmm. and then there's other little rocks if someone uses the main rock.
0: There's gotta be something about fate with the coinciding of, like, people going into the stasis world, right? Because, like, I know the first time with the cult is a plan, and that's how they end up in the same place, but, like...
1: But they would have to know that the rocks connect, because they want the big rock. They want the main rock, so they can come in and out. Yeah,
0: but, like, this family entering is such a wild coincidence that, like...
1: The dad also seems to know...
0: Yeah, he and, doesn't... Because he, he says,
1: oh, are we in? And then the wife says, honey, no. Mm-hmm. Don't scare the children.
0: Uh, yeah, so they enter the stasis world, the jellyfish enter them, and then everything is frozen. Um, And then what happens? The family starts looking around. The kid leaves the stone floating in the air, uh, which may or may not be their way out. They probably need the family's stone to get out again uh but what ends what they end up doing is as they're wandering around the dad is like let's just live here we can never get out
1: and he floats up
0: yeah his jellyfish come out of his back sort of and pull him up into the air and then he floats away and gets all dusty
1: and turns into
0: a harold
1: and then we were thinking oh this is a little faster and yeah. then the mum immediately. immediately the mum
0: the mum is like Oh my god, you're my children, your hearts are beating. You're okay! And then it cuts to her like talking to the people telling the story. And then Uh and then and then immediately cuts back to the mom still holding the kids. And the, her voiceover is like, my mother tried her best.
1: But and she, then she wasn't strong.
0: And then she immediately becomes a herald as well. And I have to ask, is she really trying her best if she...
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's a mental state. Mm -hmm, Like this, this, and you can't, we we know this, you can't make your mental state.
0: No, you can't consciously. Stop, like you can't
1: consciously be like, well, don't be sad if you're sad.
0: Basically, yeah, yeah, and her brother turns into the thing, and it seems like if you succumb to despair... Then it takes you.
1: Very fast. It,
0: like, instantly. Like, you feel sad for, like, a second. And then we see the sequence of... Yeah, we see the sequence uh, that we saw earlier, except now the context has changed. Because the black-haired girl, when she approaches uh, Juri as a child with her dying dog... Uh, we see that she is actually actively succumbing to despair at this point and we know she's about to become a herald but jury pushes her out just before that happens
1: well she she says stay right there and she actually pushes the jellyfish away back in or yeah something.
0: yeah she like because, forces them away for a bit
1: yeah and then when they pop out again she pushes her out
0: yeah uh so jury inadvertently saves something
1: her. that's interesting mmm is Juri's eyes are the same eyes when she's using her power.
0: Oh, is the people becoming heralds? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that. That's a that's a really good detail, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then... Uh, so then we get into why the black-haired woman returned to the stasis world and is helping the cult in the first place, uh, and, like, what she actually wants. And what she wants is to, as she says, free her family from from this thing. Uh, and later she elaborates on that a little bit, but that's her goal. She wants to
1: Well, she them. she doesn't say necessarily free. She says, I've come to get my family.
0: Yes, you're right. I've she come to get my family. She doesn't say free. Yeah. Uh, and then she's talking to some gangsters, and one of the gangsters... Th- this show... It's way of showing people's morality just gets funnier and funnier as it goes. Because it's clearly only sex-based morality. Like, the way this show judges people is on
1: sexuality
0: and, like, how willing they are to take sexually from other people. Like that. And then almost always you have a character doing something wrong sexually and then immediately being punished for it. And, like, it's kind of, like, a good point to make and, like, not wrong. But it's getting to the point where it's like, oh, this guy's talking about weird sex stuff. He's about to get punished.
1: And the specific example is she asks the gangsters for help. Yeah. And this man says no. And then he says...
0: Oh, you want me to say it? If you, uh... If I help you out, can I have that ass? And Uh, she's,
1: all she says is, uh, sure. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Which,
0: like, if this guy got what he wanted, that would not be a worthwhile sexual encounter. It would be a woman going like, okay, come on, seriously, you're not done yet. Hurry up.
1: I have things to do. I'm I have a busy. family have, to
0: get. I have a family to get. Yeah. Uh, and then pretty much immediately, Jury ju- teleports into the room with the grandpa's power and, and pushes, pushes that out. guy out of spaces. <laughs> so it is always like, I'm a bad sex man. Bye bye. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, and they're doing an awesome, her and her grandpa, I love what they're doing, is the grandpa just holds her and teleports her next to guys, then she's like, Wata! And then flies away.
1: Her, the Wata was her pushing. Yeah, it was her pushing. Stages. Yeah, I did a
0: gesture. Uh, <laughs> uh, the cult has set up a trap with their father where they just have him in an open field eating chocolate.
1: It's a street.
0: It looks very pathetic. It's
1: not a field. It is a street,
0: you're right. He's...
1: (laughs) And there's more than one chair at the table he's sitting at. Yeah, he's just
0: sitting alone at a table eating eating chocolate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and mumbling to himself.
0: Yeah, and then there's just a bunch of dudes hiding out nearby with knives and clubs and stuff. And it's like, at this point, the cult doesn't fully really know what she's all about, but... um, But, like, we know as the audience that this is a trap that will be utterly ineffective against the main characters because they can just push them out or teleport away. They are fine. Uh, But, yeah, this is their this is their trap. Uh, we cu- well, we
1: also know now, the call actually has no flippin' idea what's going yeah, on in this world. Yeah, they're
0: totally they just were mind
1: They were mind-blown at the fact that there could be more than one Herald.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that, that comes up and he's like, I hadn't considered that possibility. But, but if that's would, true... It what? would answer a lot of the questions I have. It's like, really?
1: <laughs> well, he also says, and if it's true, I know nothing of what I've been studying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, the black-haired girl wants to talk with Jury, uh, but the uh, gangster with the black-haired woman convinces her that they need to leave and go back to the cult. Uh, so
1: they do. Yeah,
0: which is, I was really disappointed because I, I want the show to get to the point. Yep. I want it to get to the point, so I wanted those characters to meet and just hash it out right there and then. Because I was like, that's the most exciting... Pro- like, the most exciting offer on the table right now is these characters interacting with each other and working something out. And I'm kind of annoyed that they denied us that. I, I and agree. I know they will eventually, but I'm really irritated that I have to wait for that one. Yeah. I agree. Um... Oh, and then they the cult doesn't experiment because they, uh... Consider for the first time ever, based on what the black-haired woman tells them, that there is possibly, I don't know, wow, what a what an idea, possibly more than one herald.
1: And what's the best way to figure this out?
0: Uh, apparently it's, like, well, they've done experiments with gangsters before where they just have the gangsters try to kill someone and get killed. And that seemed like a pretty effective way to do it. But this time, for some reason, the cult leader is like, All right, I'll do it. Let's see what happens.
1: He also wants to see how long he can go without...
0: Without summoning it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because he wants to specifically... He's also testing if he can control his intent to murder while doing a murderous act, and if that has an effect or not.
1: And he was doing pretty good for a little bit.
0: Yeah, and then a herald shows up. But it's a little herald,
1: Just a little guy.
0: And it literally has the black... <laughs> it is also not... The show does not trust the audience to piece this together themselves. So it also literally has that herald with the jacket of the younger brother of the black-haired girl. Who went uh, missing. It just has that jacket.
1: And then it has her go, <gasps> It's my brother.
0: <laughs> and then another one shows up and kills a guy. Like, it grabs a dude's arm. Not the cult leader's. The cult leader no, is No, the
1: cult leader doesn't do anything. And then this other yeah. guy kicks the yeah, tiny he, Herald.
0: Yeah, he hits it.
1: And then provokes it. Yeah. Because he doesn't think it can do much damage. And yeah. then it grabs him. Mm-hmm. And someone says, stab its artery.
0: Yeah. Cut uh, cut its arm It'll or else it'll kill you. And he's about to. And then,
1: smack! His head goes flying off. <laughs>
0: flying around. Because another herald shows up and just swung its arm and beheaded him. And
1: the girl says, <gasps> it's my
0: mother. Yeah. And then <laughs> she just sees her dad. There's a third one there for some reason, too. And it's like, that's my dad.
1: Yeah, all three of them.
0: Yeah, so there's just uh, three heralds, and they're like, oh, it's the family. It's her. She was like, who knows? Maybe the next heralds that show up will be my family. As and it then. turns out, they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Golly.
0: Uh, yeah, teeny herald is brother. Uh, and then she she actually outlines her real plan, which is she wants to bring back their bodies specifically. She doesn't think she can save them.
1: Yeah, she just wants to bury them
0: uh, on the ground. The we we get to the uh, jury and her uncle or and her grandfather reach their uh, jury's dad, and he's like, "Don't save me. We should just do what the cult wants because he's a piece of shit and he sucks."
1: You'll put Jory in danger.
0: Yeah, yeah, as if he cares. Uh, and then at one point the line, Psychos are us, comes up, but I honestly can't. Like, I think they're just trying to stab them, and they're like, you're from Psychos are us! Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it was, they're running, they're like, Psychos are us, will follow us.
0: Mm, yeah, you're right. And then they all run away, uh, and the dad runs with them.
1: Slowly. For
0: some reason. <laughs> it's like, I guess he wants to come with them. Whatever. And then,
1: you know who well, we haven't seen in a while?
0: Pretty much the whole episode. We haven't seen the brother and, and the, the nephew. Yeah. And uh, we see them. And they go to a house. I believe Jury left a note at their house for them. Or for somebody.
1: But a guy got it first. But a
0: guy who's been stalking the brother got there. And he has a knife.
1: And he's moved all the bodies that are frozen into the bathroom
0: to hide them and a a funny thing (laughs) a a funny thing that is like why is this your priority right now is they go home to get food like the kid is rummaging in the fridge and the 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 uncle is like all right only i get a pudding cup your mom will be mad if we've spoiled your appetite for dinner time it's like this is really what you're worried about right now you, you don't have any th- other pressing thing. Like, let the kid eat whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> yeah,
1: the kid yells, there's pudding cups. And he's like, only well, we one.
0: <laughs> uh, and then mother the mother
1: will kill me.
0: The guy attacks. The one that's frozen. <laughs> uh, the guy attacks with a knife. And uh, he tries to intimidate the kid first. Like, well, threaten he, him.
1: He, he uh... Looks at the uncle. Yeah. And the uncle goes, Oh no, the kid's over there. Yeah. And, and then he, runs over there and he wasn't after the kid. He was
0: trying to stab the uncle. Uh, and then he, the, the uncle makes the kid like yells, like, get out the window and run away. Cause at least, he's at least a decent guy. You know, he, when yeah. things go bad, he is like, oh, I should protect the child as much as I can. Uh, And then he uses his green jacket specifically to, like, kind of twist and deflect the knife attack the first time. And then the guy gets in close, and it's like a stabby stab, and we see a close-up of a knife.
1: Through green and blood.
0: But who got stabbed? My guess is... Tune in
1: next time to find out.
0: Yeah. Cliffhanger. Which, by the way, all three episodes of a show we watched this time ended on cliffhangers.
1: And uh, if I were to assume anything... The uncle was not stabbed.
0: Yeah, that's my guess. Because that's just how Kokoku goes, usually. It's like, cliffhanger! Ooh, they're in mortal danger! They're fine. Yeah. It's uh, just Kokoku's... It's its jam, apparently. Alright. Uh, what do you think I gave Kokoku?
1: 6.5.
0: 6.2. Oh. I just, like, I don't know. I wanted to get to the point a bit, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I get that. I
0: wanted to get to the fireworks factory. I think you gave it a 6.9. I gave it a 7.8. Oh, nice! Yeah, you liked it a decent 6. amount 6.9, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you liked this one a decent amount.
1: Yeah, I I, I just like Kokoku. Co- 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 yeah. I liked that. I always feel like I, like choke on the name of the Anyway, I liked that the family heralds teamed up. That was fun.
0: That was fun. I do like the I family liked, heralds. I also like
1: this was the first time it didn't just crush someone's head. It <laughs> hit it, it far it away. Smacked a,
0: you know what? You're actually, I'm bumping this up to 6.8. That's uh, I, I. We can do that. Apparently, I'm oh. making this a six point eight new,
1: new rule. New rule. <laughs> okay, I'm putting mine to a six point two. <laughs> uh yeah.
0: It wasn't. I. I. I shouldn't take out my frustration with the show overall on like an independent episode. Nope. And it's just, I just, I think you want it to get to the point a bit more as well. But I think you're a bit better than me at like.
1: Living judging in the moment, yeah man. yeah judging
0: an episode by <laughs> what's in the episode and not like what i wanted to happen uh cool is it time
1: it's time it's my favorite part of the day time the
0: inevitably canceled high dive show that we'll be watching so this is of this round this is the final uh this is the penultimate episode next episode we will decide who wins uh, the first six-episode challenge. And, um... Maybe one of the... One of them will get eliminated. Who knows?
1: Highly uh, unlikely.
0: Uh, who... Do you remember who did the down and who did the across? I think I did the across last time.
1: Okay, sure.
0: I will go... So we're uh, on the dubs page of High Dive. We're at Bloom Into You, and counting down from that, we're going to go 19 down.
1: And... Seven across.
0: Alright. One, two.
1: And then?
0: Five, six, seven. Lupon the third, the woman called Fujiko.
1: Okay, what's it about?
0: She's a thief, a killer, a saint, a scandal. She's whatever she needs to be to get the job done. It's Uh all in a night's work for Fujiko Mine. She's the thread that holds Lupin the Third's crew together, and this is the heist that started it all. Lupin the Third is like, do you know, are you familiar with it? Nope. It is an incredibly long-running, like, one of, I think, Hayao Miyazaki's first movie was a Lupin the Third anime movie. Hmm. Um, It's been around since, like, I think the 60s or 70s. Alright, so we're going to go off and watch a spin-off of an anime neither of us have either watched. (laughs) This should be great. And just make sure, audio, English. Oh, wait, very quick. Are there reviews on this? No, there's not.
1: Oh, want to make sure it's English? It is. Oh.
0: Yeah. Can you also
1: just look at the, like, right below this? That's Mm -hmm. hilarious. Oh, that
0: it's all, it's just the row of Lupin the Third? Yeah, like if... It, it's, Why is it
1: Lupin? It's Pin. Uh, it's French. Oh.
0: Lupin. Uh, is, I've heard other people pronounce it that way, so I don't actually know for sure. Uh, but French like, doesn't
1: turn I into an O.
0: Okay, I'll also Google how to tr- pronounce it uh, when we're <laughs> <laughs> watching the I don't episode. think
1: so, anyway. No,
0: no, I could... Uh, there <laughs> is a very high chance I am not correct <laughs> about how to pronounce but, this. Yeah. All right, we'll be back.
1: And then...
0: So, I think thematically, this show has a lot that you particularly look for in anime.
1: There's a lot for me. There's, there's <laughs> a
0: lot for mommy. Uh,
1: no, there's a lot for mama.
0: For mama. Uh,
1: I'll also swallow my words. They definitely said Lupin. Yeah, yeah, the show
0: is specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first time they say his name, Lupin. I was like,
1: yeah. Um, Excuse me, what was that? I
0: was like, yeah.
1: Yeah? Were you? We
0: no. What did I do? What did I do now I'm confused <laughs> how should I be responding to this uh you you
1: want you want to win this
0: <laughs> I won't I won't win this if I fight <laughs> uh okay
1: no, you're no, not no. okay I would like to summarize right <laughs> <laughs> this very in-depth episode <laughs> <clears throat> and then we'll get and then we'll, and then we'll get,
0: we'll get we'll, more we'll, specific yeah. but yeah i want I want your summary
1: boobs boobs, bondage with plants, boobs, monologue, more boobs, monologue continues with boobs. And then the show begins. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say,
0: I, I, when you said bondage with plants, I was like, wait, that's the first 30 seconds of the show.
1: <laughs> and then we got hand dandruff, body hand dandruff,
0: dandruff, body dandruff, hand riff.
1: yeah, we got a lot of hand happening, and then we have Lupin. Who is judging the woman this man is about. And the woman is all smugly. Like, and then pop ring. Little capsule. And then the hottest. <laughs> I can't do this. No, no. You're, getting,
0: you're doing great. Keep going.
1: The grossest make out. He, he kisses girl. girl. Girl says no tongue. No more tongue. I want to touch every single one of your teeth.
0: She wanted to touch his esophagus.
1: I'm pretty sure she was because yeah. she had to jam the pill down there somehow. Yeah. With her tongue. Mhm. And then her hand for some reason is like but here's the most concerning part about that. Uh-huh. Where did her fingers go?
0: Where did her fingers? It shows
1: go? hand and then it just shows hand.
0: Mhm.
1: And he goes oh-ho.
0: Oh. <laughs> I think we know where the fingers went. <laughs>
1: Um, and then we got quick little, ah, no, ah, meh. And then we got boobs.
0: <laughs> got some boobs, yeah.
1: And then we have, I'm a woman, so I have many members. I got a body, and then body, and then more body, and then sunrise. Is this sunrise or sunset? I think it
0: was sunset.
1: Then it's sunset. Then it's kill the people, and then not the people, and then boobs. <laughs> Oh, it's a, haha I have been, I've done, yeah. ha
0: <laughs> uh-huh, I have done.
1: And then, ah you have not done. And then, you will not get away. Bra, boobs, out, bra, zip, shoot, drugs, boobs. That the... That's,
0: that's the episode?
1: <laughs> that's the episode.
0: I like the bra, drugs, boobs, <laughs> boobs <laughs> at the end. Uh... I I don't think you're going to be happy knowing this, but I really liked this show. (laughs) The, I will admit, the amount of nudity is, like, uncomfortable. It's, but, like, I really like the art and the, like, ridiculousness of everything else.
1: I knew you would. Yeah,
0: I knew you, yeah.
1: I Uh, also know that I'm going to come home one day.
0: And I'm going to be watching it.
1: And I'm not just going to be seeing boobs.
0: No, it could go further, couldn't it, it if that's the first episode. Uh, it is a horny, horny show. Like, like it's more horny than Kandagawa Jet Girls, but it's, like, better at it. <laughs> 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 uh, <where are> <laughs> I'm out! <laughs>
1: I okay. did say there there is a lot for Mama in there. There's
0: a lot for Mama. Ma- so yeah, the first episode is called Master Thief versus Lady I can't read my Fujiko? own writing. Lady
1: Fujika?
0: Uh I uh, that's her name. What's that? I, I the episode list is right here. Uh Master Thief versus Lady master thief versus lady something uh, <laughs> uh it's a dot dot uh, oh it's oh it's master thief versus lady ellipses uh,
1: lady l
0: liar it might be lady liar <laughs> lady looter it's lady it looter looter okay that that was embarrassing uh so she opens with a monologue with involving plant bondage and, and boobs uh, and, uh where she talks about
1: oh oh and uh, there's boobs
0: yeah, there are boobs, uh, and yeah, she talks about I how
1: a, I was really fan of
0: you were a fan of the boobs,
1: especially when there were boobs.
0: It's a it's the male writing women thing. Where she breasts boobily everywhere, like we actually have she, found the exact. Her
1: monologue says, "I will use my body yeah. with any means necessary."
0: Yeah, she basically compares uh, the joy of stealing things to sex. Like, that's that's literally 40 seconds of just, like, stealing things is like an orgasm. But did I mention that stealing things is
1: also like an orgasm? <laughs> when you have boobs.
0: Yeah, uh, and there is a s- specific part of the sequence where she pinches her own nipple, and that was incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, and then a sequence no. where naked her makes out with naked her. Out, makes out with Naked herself. That might
1: have been when I fell off.
0: I think you stopped looking at the screen for a decent amount of this episode. Uh, you summed it up pretty well, so I think we can just speed through this, because there isn't a ton of, like... There's a lot of plot, but a lot of it kind of doesn't matter, because it's an episodic adventure. Basically, there's a cultist, and he he flakes his skin off and throws it at his followers. And, and it's it makes drug. Him, and it's drugs. Yeah, he flakes off his drug skin and... And uh, Lupin and Lady Fujiko, uh, I don't know if she's actually just just Fujiko, are, like, competing to steal this drug. Lupin is a thief who calls out all of his crimes before he does them. And Fujiko is a woman who seems to basically screw her way out of every... Well, she doesn't actually, like, screw her way. She uses seduction to get men in vulnerable positions and then fucks them over. Well, I'm
1: not convinced she did not.
0: She might have slept with the guard. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she slept with the guard. But, you know, all things considered, I'd say it wasn't worth it for him on, in, the, <laughs> in the end. So, yeah, they are competing to steal this thing. Lupin has this elaborate thing set up to distract them, whereas her plan is to marry the cult leader and, as you said, shove a pill down his throat with her tongue really aggressively. And... uh uh, he passes out, but it turns out that he has a great tolerance to drugs. He ends up trapping Fujiko and Lupin because they start arguing with each other.
1: And he has flaky drug skin.
0: And he has flaky drug skin. And then they are set to be executed. They're locked in the same prison cell as each other. And then she just gets naked to fuck with Lupin because that's her entire tactic well, all the Well, he says,
1: what oh. other uh, tactics do you have? Mm. And then she slowly takes off her bra and then... Yeah. And, oh, help me! This man is trying to get
0: me! Yeah, yeah, and all the guards take him away, and then there's one guard left, and she's like, You saved me for now, but I'm gonna die tomorrow. Maybe oh, well. just one, one more time. One more time, and then the guard f- clearly is at least planning to sleep with her. <laughs> uh, we cut to the next day where Lupin and her heads are both in a guillotine, in guillotines next to each other, and they come down and crash, and that's it. What well, Fuji... Oh, sorry.
1: We think that they have sacks over their head.
0: Yeah, they have sacks over their head. So I guess that's it. End of the show. Fujiko and Lupin are dead. Lupin. Lupin. Except she's up the tower watching. Because as it turns out, when the cultist wants to kiss her separated head... That was his thing? He was like, let me give her...
1: One last kiss.
0: Her her severed head. Imagine, like, just the reality of a severed head being presented to you to kiss. Because it wouldn't be, like, serene and peaceful. It would be like, aww. It would, like, the mouth, the jaw would be hanging open. It might be twitching still. It
1: would be just like
0: his first kiss. It would probably be blood in the mouth, like, I assume. I don't know. It seems disgusting. It seems like a tremendously upsetting thing to do to yourself—to kiss a uh, severed head.
1: This, this is this is the flake, the drug, flaky skin guy, though. So
0: <laughs> he's he's into weird shit. Uh, but yeah, when he does that, it's revealed that that's the guard's severed head, and Lupin's head is just a sack.
1: <laughs> I don't even know how he got away. With how the that.
0: guards got his body to the like guillotine without noticing that is impressive, uh, and. Uh, yeah, Fujiko's up there, she was in a guard outfit, and then immediately takes it off, despite the fact that clearly, like, it had been getting her... Ara- like, her disguise was working, and she was like, time to get rid of this disguise. And then
1: someone was coming up the stairs.
0: A headless man.
1: Saying, it was you! You got me!
0: Yeah, and it's Lupin's body. To- and then And then he's just obviously doing... Like, the thing I could do right now, just putting his head in his shirt. But he does disarm her as a headless body, and that's kind of cool. And uh, then
1: and then they're both standing up there fighting, and the guards say, Look! There they are! <laughs> Within
0: seconds of them re- realizing that it's a deception, the guards, because they are just standing at a tower and yelling, are like, There! <laughs> and uh, then Lupin challenges her to a race to steal the drugs. Um. Yeah, challenge them to a thief-off. Uh, so he runs away with a parachute, and then we don't really see what he does. Uh, we cut to the cult leader, who's very upset. And how is he showing he's upset? He has his whole harem around him, and he has a woman on his lap.
1: And he shoves one into his crotch.
0: Well, that's the first time. I think we actually skipped that one. The second oh. time, he's spanking her. He's just like, spank, and she's like,
1: oh! Spank! Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Throughout the scene, <laughs> he's just spanking a woman.
1: Sorry, sorry what was it?
0: Spank. <gasps> spank. <gasps> you know what? might replace me saying f- spank,
1: spank.
0: <gasps> with that noise. <laughs> just to really make it confusing. Just sp- spank. <gasps> okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, okay. Uh, well, you,
1: you, you guys heard that he's going to do that. I'm
0: committing to this terrible idea. Uh, let's see. Crazy Cultist Talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, why did I write Crazy Cultist Talk? That's every time he talks. That was a worthless note. Um,
1: it's a worthless show. I mean, it's a good show.
0: <laughs> you don't have to like it. Boops? Uh, boobs. Do you like boobs? Because then, if you do, this show's got a lot for you. Uh, Specifically, Fujiko's. Okay. Yes. Specifically her. Yeah, you don't see a ton of other women. Oh, okay. So, Fujiko approaches the cult leader as a belly dancer. Great disguise.
1: Her hair's different.
0: Yeah, her hair's different. Who could she be? And she drugs everybody by throwing drugs around, and she's like... She
1: says, look, I figured out how you do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, as it's revealed, he actually just makes drugs into a form that flakes off of his skin when he touches it, and he just rubs it on his skin. And he's actually this big drug uh, kingpin, kind of, and he's just, the cult thing is just a front he does for fun, I guess. Seems like a full-time job, but I guess he has time to run a drug empire on the side secretly.
1: Well, no, that's how he runs it. Mm. He gets people hooked to it because they're praising him, and then Uh. he throws it on
0: them. Of course. And then they're hooked. Yeah. Uh, so she then is like, you're taking me to the drugs. And he walks her into another room. Then he's like, no, I'm not. And she gets angry. He says,
1: this is where some of the drug is. Yeah. But not the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then guns.
0: Uh, yeah, and then guns. And then she's fighting guys. And it's pretty cool. And she's shooting guys. And it's all bloody and stuff. And then she ends up by a cross door, which then just turns like it's, it's a secret uh, revolving door.
1: Lupin says, uh, open sesame or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the door flips open. We
0: over. also didn't, I didn't, I noted it at some point. At one point Lupin is swinging on a rope and goes, Oh! And you went, really? They did that?
1: Yeah. They did
0: that. They did that. Uh, the drugs turned out to be a giant goddamn statue. Uh, and Lupin found it first. Uh, and they decide to fight over the drugs and she does a thing that I think is amazing, which is she takes out lipstick and puts it in her gun, and then shoots it, and it like it like hits the side of his face, so it just marks his face, and then it turns out to be glow in the dark lipstick, so that she and can then like the lights shoot go it out
1: in. for some reason. Yeah,
0: and then he beats her anyways, which is lame.
1: He lands like, on her.
0: Yeah, he just jumps on her, and then the next time we see them, he's his in a very compromising head is in her position. Crotch. Yeah,
1: and she's upside down.
0: Uh, oh, the police show up. Uh, and there's guys on a boat and there's an inspector who's like, I want to catch Lupin. And then that's pretty much it. Uh, the building they're in, they're on an island and the island begins to collapse because it turns out it's just an oil rig and, uh, the guy has activated the self-destruct sequence because when we get down to it, this, this movie or this show, this episode is really just a James Bond movie that isn't afraid to show boobs. That's that's basically it. That's what we're watching. Um it begins to collapse, and then they have a fight on the way out of the cult, uh riding the statue. Lupin tries to ride it away and she starts chasing him. Uh the cult leader is apprehended immediately by the police, like within seconds of him blowing up the the the, the, the place. Uh she shoots a zip line out and then takes off her bra and uses it as a like zip. Thing to go zip down line. as a zipline so that she will not have a shirt the entire last sequence.
1: So she does tits out shooting people. Yes,
0: tits out. Yeah, she uh, get, jumps on a boat and then shoots down Lupin's escape uh, vehicle. It got really confusing and I couldn't keep up with the notes, but she shoots a lot. They're shooting at each other. And the- each one deploys a thing that is then destroyed by the other person immediately. Uh, and it's supposed to be like, look how equal they are. He uh,
1: has rockets, then yeah. she takes them down, then he gets a lifeboat.
0: Yeah, and then she shoots that, riddles it with bullets. And
1: then she's in the water and the drugs start melting. Yeah,
0: so basically, yeah, they drop the statue in the water. Both of them end up in the water together and the uh, drugs is not. Oh, is
1: he not? No.
0: Oh, Okay, He
1: starts getting away while she's screaming in the drugs.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right, he does. So, yeah, Lupin's getting away. The drugs statue is in the water. And then he calls all of the cultists to come party in the water to cover his getaway.
1: He says, look, let's get high.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, and that's kind of the thing. Her dream is ruined. The statue melts and she's pissed off at Lupin. She gets on her badass motorbike at the end during the sunset. And then she realizes on her thigh is written like "I, uh, I aim to take Fujiko." I yeah.
1: will make Fujiko mine. Yeah,
0: so he's he's declaring his theft. And basically. as as
1: she's looking at the writing, it flashes back to when his head was in her throat Yeah, because she was and upside that's, down.
0: That's when he did that. And then she rides away. And then it's revealed he's just over a hill, like right next to her, watching. And he's like, "When we meet again, it'll be." He does, like, a finger gun motion, and then, like, fires it. Yeah, Yeah,
1: he he also says uh, something, Fujiko. You may be just what I need to get rid of my boredom.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. When we meet again. Uh, But, yeah, that's that's kind of the whole episode. It's a really quick episode. It's hard to communicate why this isn't... It's basically just every few seconds is, like, a visual gag, and then there's a ton of nudity. Uh, yeah, I guess we should give our ratings. I gave it... Wait, what do you think? Do you think I
1: you think you gave it? gave it a five.
0: You gave it an 8.4 out of ten. I think you gave it a two. Holy
1: Really? Man. You gave
0: it a two, huh? Yeah! This is our biggest disagreement ever. I'm glad we finally had one.
1: Do you like jazz? <laughs> do you like
0: jazz? <laughs> uh,
1: my two points. Ready for it? Yes. One point. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the show mm-hmm. to jazz.
0: <laughs> I oh, Here's the thing. I, I'm never going to get you to watch it, but if you like the idea of this show and jazz and you don't want a ton of nudity, then you might actually like Cowboy Bebop. Nope. <laughs> That's what I thought. Nope. Uh, but. I refuse. Uh, we're going to look up some wow Uh, we're on imdb we're looking up reviews of this show and uh let's see so someone 10 out of 10 darker edgier reboot that works 10 out of 10 anime action action meets david lynch weirdness i wouldn't so far i wouldn't describe it as lynchian at all that's not really and then one out of 10 the most boring thing i have ever suffered through in my life
1: yeah i got on here earlier
0: uh boring year one kind of thing loop on the third is a skilled thief who's always chased by an inspector that's just a summary of the premise uh so it's kind of mixed people are mixed on this show it seems like the regular thing it's based on is not as like i think it's a bit more wholesome than than, the, 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 than I, this is I,
1: I i have figured out something yeah there has to be a good amount of boob for you to pay attention to it, and I'm just disturbed. <laughs>
0: there has to be the proper amount of boob.
1: with Jack Girls? Didn't just not have enough, enough
0: boobs. I mean, the sister is among them. There wasn't enough boobs, no. I honestly. Yeah, you're right, no. I honestly, like, 100%, no. I could tell you that I would enjoy this show the same amount if there was no nudity in it.
1: No, I. I don't think you're telling the truth. You
0: think I'm just just—I'm just very embarrassed about the fact that I'm horny?
1: I didn't like that whole sentence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so horny. I'm, I'm going
1: to go we'll do some schoolwork or something.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, well, I think I know what's getting eliminated this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I accidentally ripped it just now. Oh,
0: God, uh, that is a beautiful metaphor for what's going to happen to this show, where it will be sent into the acid pits. My artwork? That's a very nice artwork you made during this.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if
1: Next week's episode will be...
0: The finale.
1: The finale. I, I can't find out who wins.
0: I can't wait to see the high dive episode that will take it all with its first episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: Uh yeah, if you I, I
1: have a sneaky suspicion of which one's going to win, but I... I'm not gonna say it.
0: <laughs> it it would really have to like <laughs> it would really have to suck to not win at this point, I think. Yeah. There's one clear contender for the Crunchyroll High Dive Cup. Um why is Vinland saga on high dive? It's on everything else too. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Uh what else? We thank you for listening.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: we have a YouTube channel with nothing on it yet, but we have videos I need to edit.
1: Uh, You have specifically three? I have
0: three videos to edit. I, uh, we, I stream on Twitch every Tuesday, and the Twitch profile, I apologize profusely, our email, if you want to reach out and say anything at all, like, RYBERT! Stop lying about your, anyways, what? (laughs) RYBERT! I'll edit that in. uh... (laughs) Uh, stop lying about about why you like this Lupon the Third show. Uh, you can or totally do that.
1: I have suggestions.
0: If you have suggestions. We are probably going to do something similar to this because we're both very busy right now. And this is...
1: And it's about to get busier because yeah, it's the summer. It's
0: about to get busier. So this is... And this is the easiest thing we can do.
1: <laughs> but there will... I have roughly a month to hopefully do research for something. Yeah, totally. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll see.
0: Uh, But regardless, yes, our email is crykry.mit That's with two t's dot mode at gmail dot com if you want to reach out for anything. And please, if you enjoy this, give us a review. And And if you don't,
1: give us a review.
0: Maybe not. <laughs> if you don't like it, just stop listening. And uh if, if you've you
1: have made it this far. If you you're ha- lying, if you like it.
0: <laughs> if you if you hate it, tell a friend. Yes. Cuz then it, tell a friend that you don't like very much as punishment for being a person you don't like.
1: Please like, review, share. Yes. And keep listening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> have a good whatever time of day it is for you. Bye. Bye.